Welcome to another Goblin Beat podcast, Goblins Gaming. We are here, not together, not physically together, but we're together in spirit uh, to play the Protectors of Eld campaign. And um, we are available on iTunes. I know we're available through the Google podcast too, because that's how I listened to us today earlier. Um, so we're on that too. So maybe Spotify. on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, we got a lot of our old episodes on the YouTube. If you want to see what we actually looked like, I say looked because I've had another child since then, so I look older. Um, anyhow, and plus my hair is really old, well, long now because of quarantine. So like, I look like a baseball player right now. Do you have a quarantine beard? Uh, yeah, I've got a quarantine beard, but it's really my quarantine hair that's getting like really long in the back. Ooh. That's, uh, that's super impressive. I told Courtney I look like a a baseball player that just retired, you know, and start and starting like to coach coach the minors or something. Anyway, you go full uh, Yeah, wow, something like that. Yeah, I could be lumberjackish. Anyway, so yeah, so listen to us. Um, watch us if you really, really want to. Uh, but yeah, tonight we're playing Protectors of Eld. I am Matt. Uh, I'm always doing the intro, but that's cool. I like doing the intro. I am playing Balos, your high elven, but trying to hide it, arcane archer. And I'm pounding around with my two work buddies, Horn and Mokuzar. My orc homies, as I like to call them, but then they get they get offended. So, hmm. what is the orcish word for homie? Okay. Oh. <laughs> I, I for, you know, of course, I imagine you know being a trekker nerd kind of guy. Um, I imagine that. Uh, like orcish to be like something like Klingon, you know. This is orcs and Klingons to me feel the same, similar anyway. Yeah, Klingon might be a little bit more defined. <clears throat> like I don't know, a little more put together. Oh, I mean, that just means one of you guys needs to write an orcish opera. Ooh. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of <laughs> along like involved in there. Yeah, no, we should we should do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting I'll, I'll get on that. Yeah, there's some oh, web I'm, show. I'm that, uh, there's some web show. I think uh, I can't remember who did it, but they've come up come up with an entire orc language for theirs. Uh, you know, so when the orcs are speaking, they actually can give them real lines. But I, I think it's Zombie Orpheus, but I have no idea which one it was. That seems like get, a lot of work. We can get Matt's daughters working on a uh, secret language, so the orc. Yeah, they'll come up with nah, something. It'd be more like unicorn. <laughs> yeah. All right. Unicorn so uh, Matt, Matt just gave up. So Oren is being played by Brandon. Is that right? Yes. Well, I introduced them together. That's and I scary. thought they would take it from there. Yeah, well, tell us about what, tell us about Orin. It's been a minute, at least for us, since we played these characters. Orin is a very unique character, specifically his name. 
Um, and, um, you know, he is a orc barbarian, uh, outlander who half is orc. Uh, half orc or orc. He's half orc. My bad. Um, half orc barbarian who, um, is somehow, um, like saddled with Mokazar. Maybe he just calls Mo. Uh, and Orin just seems to have an affinity for making fun of Mo's mother. Um, yeah, I was about to say, if you don't bring the brutal mom jokes this time, yeah. you're going to be super disappointed. I mean, it's just a, it's a thing. Um, and uh, so, yeah, Orin doesn't take a whole lot of it seriously, and uh, he somehow he keeps, keeps getting offended when people read. Um, not sure why yet, but yeah, hmm. that's Orin. But you right. can just pronounce his name Orn. <laughs> okay. One syllable. Gotcha. And then Mokuzar. Does take himself seriously or no? Can't remember. John. Yes, Mokuzar uh, is is worried that uh, everybody remember their tribe, and so uh, he wants to represent them well. He's uh, yeah. very very motivated to earn some renown. So Mokuzar and Orin are from the same tribe, right? That's yep. right. <clears throat> Chaguk. Chaguk tribe. That's right. <laughs> you to make a symbol for him. I'm gonna work on that. <laughs> there you go. All right. So when last we played, you guys were heading north from uh, Tormon's trading post, mm-hmm. where uh, Matt's character had met Geraldine Tormond. Uh, uh, I think I'm over the exhaustion on that now. Uh, yeah, 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 sure. We'll say you're over it. You guys guys just took, uh, well, you tried to take cover in this old abandoned building here in the desert. From a sandstorm, yeah. From a sandstorm. And as that that cleared away, you realized that some gnolls had also been seeking shelter there. So you proceeded to get the fisticuffs with them, during which time some uh, Yanti attacked as well. So that was exciting. Uh, but you kill them all, and the reason most of you have your hit points back is, I remember now, you all took a drink from the fountain, and it restored hit points. Oh, yeah, the fountain. But now now it's just normal water. Well, it appears to... Uh, it's still sparkling, and it looks clean and fresh, but it's not helping you more than that one time, basically. Right. Butter. We did, we did go ahead and refill our, all of our water skins, though. That's true. <clears throat> all right, so y'all are about... I think uh, this is the problem with playing uh, so long between playing sessions and not writing every single thing down. But I believe it was another, it was like a two days journey on camels, which is why you guys took camels. Is that right? Right. As long as we don't have that uh, that one camel named horse, or was it a horse named camel? It was a horse named camel. Yeah. Right. Or, or, or maybe it was a horse in any case that they were trying to pass off as a camel. Yeah, but we ended up getting an actual camel. Mm-hmm. And basic yeah. instructions. Yep. All right. So, uh, yeah, it's up to you guys. It's, it's still middle of the day. You want to rest for a little bit. Uh, try to get the benefits of a short rest before you head on out. Yep. You do know that the uh, the gnolls and, and snake folk are fairly active around here, but uh, being rested probably be better than being dead. Oh yeah, that is true. 
All right, so that means we get our second win back. Um, well, that after long grass. Uh, I have to look at the thing. What your character sheet should tell you. When you get that second round. win. Short or long rest. There you go. Yeah, it says short or long. Yep. Okay. Um, well, let's. Uh, who wants? <clears throat> I guess you can all actually make perception checks while you sit around for an hour and bandage yourselves and try to make sure nothing attacks. I here. perceive sand. Orn is going to uh, sniff the air very uh, carefully and sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> Mokuzar is not really having to patch himself up, so he's he's uh he's got his head on the swivel and rolled a twenty one. Well, he rolled a ten and then a twenty one. Oh, he did. How did that roll twice? I don't know. Okay, never mind. I'm not as uh, perceptive as I thought. See, I didn't even realize I rolled twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so ten is the best the best at all three of those. All right, so as far as you guys know, everything is fine. When you finish your hour rest, um, yeah. So everybody can get the benefits of a short rest. So you can spend hit dice, reset Sweet. anything that resets on a short rest. Yeah, I get my action surge back. That's nice. Good, good, good. Stop at one hit die. Right, yeah, you got seven hit points for that. So it puts you at two away from four. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you guys have done that. You filled up your water skins. What do you want to do now? Well, we've got the map of where we're going. Um, so I guess we'll just continue on in that direction. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the ruins you're heading for are basically on, on the northern side of Galorn. So you'll either have to go around it or go through the city. Um, it's really up to you guys what you want to do there. Um, uh, Galorn's a a ruined city, right? Yeah, it's a it's a city-state it is uh, run by a single ruler Um, let's see you guys know a good bit about it just from asking people around Um, they trade mostly in uh, Treasure hunting and ancient relics, that kind of thing. Their big, their big export uh, that they actually make is honey, made by the Galorian bees, which uh, are uh, large. They're like three feet in length, a Galorian bee, but they're but they're almost a herd animals. They're fairly docile, so uh, you just have to watch out for those when you get close to town. That's all. Hey, have you guys? Speaking of which. Have you guys ever seen those bees flying around that look like they have lobster tails? No. Orange just kind of ducks and starts looking around like, what? What? <laughs> For real life, saw one of those today. They're like the size of a bumblebee or a carpenter bee. They have this like weird looking lobster tail. If you look up like lobster tail bee, it'll pull it up. I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's not a bee at all. It's a it's freaking a moth. moth. Oh, yeah. you're actually talking about something real. I thought you were talking about... Yeah, man. It's, it's totally real. It, it, it looks, honest to God, like a bumblebee with a lobster tail because it flies less like a moth and flies more like a bee. Like its flight pattern, the way its wings work, are more like a bee's. It's called a hummingbird moth. Yeah. Those things are freaky as hell. 
I saw one of those things today. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Where's 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 Cthulhu? Yeah, it's all over. <laughs> all right. Well, Send in the murder, murder hornets. We're done. We're did done. you hear? Did you hear about the flying ants in England? Yeah, actually, yes, I did. There are swarms <laughs> of them so thick that that they showed up on weather radar as rain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like a large area of the co- southern part of the country too. It's the apocalypse. I mean, let's just let's just let's just say it is the apocalypse. Yeah, this is two thousand twenty is the apocalypse. Pull up revelations and figure out where the where the lobster hornets and killer hornets and flying ants all come in. Yeah. They're coming out of Petra. The Mayans were only like eight years off, I and mean, that's pretty good math. There's actually an article if you look it up about how like the Mayans got the calendar slightly wrong because of the change from uh, like um, the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar. Oh gosh! So like we calculated it wrong or something. I think it's, I think it's total BS, but it's funny though. Yeah. No. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So yeah. This year. So. Yeah. So Galorian bees are fine uh, for the most part. They're they don't have lobster tails. No. All right. Uh, yeah, as far as you guys know, there's a, a council or something that runs the city. Here, um, so like no one person's in charge or anything. But it is a feudal society, so like they're they're all called knights or lords or something like that. Okay, so that's what you got. The uh, oh yeah, and you guys were dealing with those gnolls. They're they're a known tribe, a known nuisance. Okay. Uh yeah. All right. So y'all are ready to head out? Yep. All right. Uh we got our uh cooler stocked, hopefully. Oh yeah. No, I fully stocked it with fruit and water before we left. Remember that's where we drink all the booze. We need more booze. So uh everybody looks around for the camels. Anybody want to roll a perception check to try to see where the camels are? How about an animal handling check? Well, uh <laughs> Just kidding, I have a minus one on that, so I'm, I'm not rolling that. <laughs> I perceive more sand. <laughs> the sand is everywhere. Alright, I got a 13 and a 4. Uh, or you just want to use that second perception check you already rolled. Sure, that'll work. No, you can't. It was a roll. <laughs> it was a roll. Alright, All right, here we go. A ten. Another 10. All right, uh, thirteen, Oren. You see the tracks of your camels uh, heading north by northeast. Boy, what were the name of those uh, snake things again? Yonti. Yonti. Yeah, Y U A N dash T I. I spelled it how I remember it. Oh, that's fine. If you, if you right, wanted to. Yeah. If you wanted to look it up in the monster manual, they, you know, starts with a Y. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I figured that. I mean, come on. Right. right I guess right. we'll follow Oren so that we can try to find our... our well, let's... Our, all, our right. Lost. all right. Well, let's say you don't even... You didn't see the tracks, Oren. You just smell you smell the camel in that direction. So that's where you're heading. Because that's how you work, right? Yep. I smell. All right. Uh, after about 15 minutes, you guys find the, the three camels, like... Uh, just huddled around one small batch of grass, munching on it. Okay. Hey, camels. There you go. Arr! 
and seem really angry that you found them and that you want to ride them again. <laughs> I mean, I would be nope. too. Yeah, All they, right. they grumble and uh, suffer you guys being, riding them to some degree. Well enough that you're able to go in the direction you want to go. All right, no more sandstorms, guys. Yeah, somebody roll me a d12 as you guys travel the rest of the day. All right. I get it. I got it. Okay. Two. Okay. So uh, you guys travel along on your camels. As uh, night begins to fall, you actually uh, come over a rise and see in the distance the light of the city of Galorn. Woohoo! So you know uh, you should be able to make it there tomorrow fairly easily. So your, the question is, do you guys want to travel at night while it's cold? Or stop and make a fire and, and wait it out till morning? How far do we have? Uh, it's probably another 12 hours of riding or so. Oh, um, no. Um, we're going to build a fire. Yeah. Okay. All right. Y'all do that. Is you, try to you... find somewhere where we can secure the camels. Okay, uh, yeah, if one of you guys wants to make a nature check or uh, survival? survival survival check, yeah, something like that. Let do that. All right, here I go. See if I can survive the desert. Anybody that's uh, proficient in it can roll it, but 17 is plenty. So, uh, Mokuzar, you managed to find a place that's uh, kind of sheltered from the areas around it where you can start a fire without it being seen for miles around. Um, and you guys set up with the camels and everything there. You do see, as you guys are uh, first setting up your camp, you do see some fires probably 10, 15 miles away to your west, which is uh, where you know based on your map where the, the Knolls and Yonti are currently uh, clashing on a regular basis. Well, that's good. We're probably close enough or far enough away that we sh- should be all right. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. That sounds good. All right, who wants to do uh, watches? I'll do one. I only need four hours of sleep, so I'll do one. All right, both of you guys just do me a perception check. Oh man, I didn't know it was going to require all that work. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I perceive more sand. An 18 and a 6. That's, that 6 is your best perception check so far today, though. Oh, look, I see different colors of sand now. <laughs> Balos is probably distracted by Mokuzar's heavy snoring. Probably. <clears throat> All right, well, uh, Oren, you don't smell anything strange during your watch, and then uh, Balos tells you he's done whatever it is he does, he just kind of like stares into the distance for a few hours and then says he's rested, which sounds like bullcrap to you, but he keeps doing it. So <laughs> I <laughs> swear he might be an elf, but my better sense says otherwise. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got I to gotta just bring this up. Some, we're already rated explicit, so I'll just say it. Some douche nozzle posted a picture of a bottle of Eagle Rare priced at twenty nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. and a bottle of Buffalo Trace priced at twenty eight ninety nine, mm-hmm. and had the gall to ask whether or not those are good prices. Yes, yes. 
Yes, you stupid son of a bitch. Well, Buy everything they have. He knew that. He was just being a, a jack wagon. Yeah. That's it. why I call him a douche nozzle. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the crap? Speaking of which, I opened my, uh, cracked up my bottle of Heaven Hill today and had a little bit of that. It's, it's good bad. stuff, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's hard for me not to drink all of it. Just, I mean, I got to restrain myself because I'm like, I've only got two bottles of this, and I'm not going to Kentucky anytime soon. So, <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> well, John's coming down Thursday, so he might be able to convince John. Him. <laughs> but you may yeah. have to hang out with us on Thursday, Matt. But well, uh, I would, but that could ruin. The, I won't talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so you guys make it to the night. Uh, Mokazar, you wake up the next morning. A um, little parched, but otherwise you had a great, great, uh, tight 10 hours of sleep there. Feel pretty happy about it. Yeah. Feeling real good. Go. Compared to the rocks you slept on back home, the sand feels like a nice, comfy mattress. So you uh, had no trouble at all sleeping. All right, I'm going to get going. Okay, you guys head out the next uh, morning. It starts, it's about 40 degrees when you guys set out at sunrise. Uh, 15 minutes later, it's about 97 degrees, probably. Over in Georgia? So, somewhere in there. Yeah. Well, in Georgia, but also also here in the desert, same way. In Georgia, it only gets down to like 75 at night. But this is like dry heat, dry heat, you know. Yeah, you can, uh, Ballos, you can really feel yourself. You're sweating all those toxins out. You know, this is good for your body, for sure. All that all that booze from a couple nights ago is just totally out of your body now. Just pure water. Uh, right. oh, make sure everybody, you, uh, you can hit dice back, reset all your spells, uh, get all your hit points back, all that fun stuff. Well, um, after uh, breakfast, um, Mokuzar uh, casts Goodberry. And uh, create some uh, ten small berries, and I give a couple of them to uh, to each of my buddies. How's so that work? Just, when you cast that, does a little does a little bush just spring up from the ground right there and produce fruit? Uh, it's, it says they just appear in your hand. Uh, let's say let's say a bush springs up from the ground. That seems cooler. All right. Does it does it sing like in Three Amigos? That is totally up to you. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Nice. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that now. I, w- I want to watch that whole movie now. Yeah, right now. <laughs> I don't know if if you would have referenced any other part of it, I probably would have been like, oh, "Yeah, it's a good movie." But the singing bush part, I'm like, "Yeah," and I really I got to go watch that. Indeed, it's awesome. All right. All right. So the the uh, singing bush sprouts from the desert and produces fruit. Mm. How many berries do you get? You get ten. Mm. So uh, each one can sustain you for a day mm-hmm. and it can uh, also heal one hit point. Well, there you go. So they're like emergency uh, healing potions. So I would think you give us three each and keep four? Yep. Does Orin eat all three of his immediately? (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, they're they're nutritious. I'm gonna make uh, I'm gonna make the same joke I always make whenever he mentions this. Hi, welcome to Goodberry. Would you like a Goodberry? Sorry. <laughs> uh, brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. Sorry. Can't help myself. All right. Uh, all right, Brandon, Tater. Brandon, do you do you eat all of yours immediately or no? Is he muted? No, I'm, I'm I'm listening. Okay. Do you do you eat all your berries immediately when he has them to you, or do you actually wait? I kind of look at him, and I kind of look at him and raise an eyebrow. What you've all had right. him before? <laughs> eh, all right, throw him down. Throw him you back. Eat, him? <laughs> eat some. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're full for the day. You won't have to eat anything if you don't want to. It's like the the hobbits and that uh, bread from the elves, the elven bread. The limbus. Yeah, the limbus bread, yeah. One nibble can keep a man's belly full for an entire day. (laughs) How many did you have? (laughs) (laughs) Mo, I told you we need to ferment these. Uh, Then you have to keep them around longer than just like downing them. You'd have to do it You'd have to uh, process them quickly. They only last for the day. Uh, well, yeah, that's not going to happen. Mm. There, there'd probably have to be some magic involved. I'm beginning to think you might have a bit of an alcohol problem, friend. What? Yeah, or, Orin's, Orin's alcohol issue is so much different than the way Doran is with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Orin <laughs> all right well you guys uh you head out it's it's a, a cool 99 degrees in the sun with the breeze uh by around 10 a.m and uh you actually can't see the city anymore because the haze heat haze is so so powerful that uh you guys travel what, what seems like forever you stop you know and uh, put up the put up your tents to be able to sit in the shade a little bit around noon because it's you know 115 degrees or whatever gets out there fahrenheit we're talking fahrenheit those of you listening in countries that use celsius i have no idea what that is yeah uh, centigrade whatever um it's hot so hot so (laughs) hot check me out check me out i'm hot okay uh, and, uh, and around dusk, well, well it's, the sun's starting to go down at least. You find yourselves maybe a quarter of a mile from the city gates and a, uh, a group of four men on horses approach you. They appear to be uh, wearing leather armor. They'll have uh, spears and crossbows. Behold, travelers. Oh, yes, right. greetings. Hey, are you heading towards Galore? Indeed. Uh, what business, may I ask, do you have in the city? We've come to become champions. Ah, the uh, the lead guy pulls down. He's got a, a face covering to protect him from the sand. And, uh, and Miles, it looks like you might be open, maybe half open. He says, we don't get any from the south. Well... We're uh, we're a little um, 
I don't know. Non-conventional. Uh, uh, do you have an issue with uh, Knowles or the Snake Folk on your way? Both at the same time. Uh, and, uh, where did you come from most recently? There was uh, a small ruined temple. No, no. Uh, which town or village or? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, before the outpost? Uh, which outpost? What was the name of the outpost, guys? I don't remember. Uh, the one closer to Lorien. Tormund's trading post. Yeah, Tormund. Yeah, sorry, Tormund's trading post that on one. the edge of Lorien. Ah, he he uh, he uh, nods his head. Anybody that wants to can make an insight roll. All right. If you don't want write. to, don't worry about it. I gotta start writing stuff down. Yeah. Oh, 15. All right. Uh, Mokazar. 16. Okay. Well, with a minus Sing. one. Yeah. <laughs> with a minus one to your inside. You got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mokazar and Balos, you can both tell that he was just testing to make sure that uh, uh, you are who you say you are and not like, you know, Yanti spies or something in disguise. Astoundingly, the. Uh... The ruins that we fought the Yanti and the Knolls that had a fountain that had magic healing properties. He, uh, his uh, face splits into a grin and says, Ah, oh, you found the fountain. You, uh, you must be lucky adventurers indeed. That uh, only shows itself on rare occasion when the one who is worthy needs it. Hmm, I wonder which one of us was worthy. <laughs> He looks at the three of you and says, hmm, was there anyone else there? <laughs> Just the auntie and the gnolls. Uh, yeah, maybe one of the gnolls was a good fellow. Yeah, maybe one of us cleans up well. Well, uh, you're welcome in town. Uh, have you been to Galorn before? I'm, I'm assuming not. Uh, no, no, sir, we have not. All right. The center of the town, part of the town is reserved mostly for nobles, uh, although anyone is able to, to walk through it. Um, you'll find uh, colors on many of the on many of the buildings which mark the noble houses to which they belong. Uh, my only advice to you as outsiders is to not cause any trouble around those buildings. Uh, Absolutely uh, not. The nobles, uh, many of the nobles, are connected to the council members, and if you eventually want to become uh, heroes of this realm, uh, you don't want them voting against you. Thank you for the insight. Sure enough, uh, when you uh, when you get to the gate, just uh, ask that you be allowed to tell the captain on duty uh, that you're adventurers and you wish to uh, petition as heroes. Will do. And uh, oh, by the way, a... we saw, and I point in the direction where we saw the fires, about fifteen miles, and that well. 12 hours travel back, 15 miles further. Mm -hmm. uh, fires that we believe probably were the Yanti and the Knolls. Uh, yeah, probably the Yanti. Okay. That's good to know, but you haven't seen anything closer to town? No. All right. Good enough. We don't go far on our horses, but the horses are much faster. That's a good point. All right, uh, yeah, go ahead and make your way in before it gets dark. They do close the gates at dark. 
Oh, yeah, we don't want to be stuck out here in the cold again. Yeah. He nods, and the other ones all, who are also all had their face coverings pulled down to get a few uh, breaths of fresh air, put them back up, and they took off down the road. Thank you for wearing your mask. (laughs) (laughs) At least somebody was going to say something along those lines. Glad it wasn't me. (laughs) All right. Well, they were extremely rude because they took the masks off when they got close to you so they could talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) What the what, man? (laughs) <laughs> all right all right well uh, you guys make your way into town and uh at the city gates you get uh pulled up again and they ask you your business etc you guys tell them uh you want to register as petitioners to be heroes of the realm and they uh send you to captain goodarm does he have a bad arm? Uh, you can ask him uh, when you get there. He's got well. three. He's got an extra. Oh my god! If he does, that's going to be awesome. I wish on it for that. <laughs> All right. So uh, alarm. They tell you it, it's a block in uh, on the left. There's a, uh, a guard post where the captain is stationed. So you had and you walk through town and start you walk a little bit through town in a way and uh, sure enough you see buildings in the distance with, uh, with banners hanging from the tops of them. Um, the whole town in, in general is fairly colorful. There's a lot of uh, uh, bright colors uh, on awnings and uh, murals painted on the walls. Um, that sort of thing. The, most of the buildings are like a uh, brick and stucco. But you can see that some of them are actually uh, much older and are made of like limestone and, and things like that. They look more like um, your standard like medieval built kind of buildings. And then uh, most of the newer construction looks like it was built, you know, in and for a desert climate, that kind of thing. But uh, you guys make your way to the guard station. So in other words, it wasn't always a desert. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. Sorry, just had to show I was paying attention. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the entire and uh, you guys know a little bit about about Galorn. It's the other place was was once like a tin forest area, and at some point it changed to a desert. Huh. All right, but but yeah, you make it to the guard station. And there's a guard sitting there, uh, kind of like. He's paying attention, but you can tell he's he's kind of dazed. He's been standing there, probably a ten-hour shift, something like that. Must be near the end of it. He Greetings, sees guys. We're here to be champions. Uh, he he stands up and scratches his back a little bit and says, "Oh, really? We don't uh, get many prospective champions here. Did you guys miss the the Northern Guard post? Or no, we came from the south. Hmm. All right. He he." Uh, just a second. He turns around and walks into what's a fairly small building. You can hear him speaking, and a couple seconds later, a, uh, a female human, she's about 6'2", and, uh, and chain armor comes out and says, uh, I'm Captain Goodarm. Uh, how may I help you, gentlemen? Well, we're here to uh, fulfill the duties to become champions of the realm. Oh, very well. Uh, 
she uh, has a basically a scroll in her hand on a piece of on a piece of wood. So she wrote on it. So, or just let me take all your information. Do you have a company name? Did we ever decide on one? The black plumes. Plumes. The black plumes. Black plumes. Uh, Mokuzar interrupts and says, "We are the remnants of the Chaguk tribe." <laughs> black plumes, the remnants of the Chaguk tribe. Okay, All right, got oh, it. Lord. What are we like? An indie band? <laughs> oh, what's a plume? Well, it can either be like smoke rising or a feather. That's why it's it's double meaning. That's why I thought it'd be cool. Oh no, we're not being called the Black Feathers. <laughs> well, anyway, it's written down. Uh, what are your names? <sighs> I'm Balos. All right, she writes that down. And Mokuzar. Ah, Mokuzar. Very well. And the tall one. Orn. All right. Well, uh, good to meet you. There wasn't Orin or Doran or Corn. No. Doran. All right. Uh, yep. So, uh, do you guys need anything? Need any information? It's uh, rare for us to get. Uh, prospective heroes from the south. I guess you've probably heard that a couple of times by now. Yes. Uh, the only information is what do we need to do? Um, well, uh, the council puts out uh, petitions for heroes every so often. Um, if you bring back ancient relics, uh, the, many times they'll, they'll take that. Uh, right now that we need uh, information about the, the Yanti and the Knolls. We've got that. Um, okay. Uh, so if you can give us some information on that, that would up a little bit. Basically, you have to... Uh, what you really need to do is get a sponsor. Um, uh, normally someone gets a member of one of the noble houses, if not a member of the council themselves, to sponsor you. You work for them for a while, and they... Uh, will eventually put your names forward to be Heroes of the Realms. Um, well, between, and, between us, mm-hmm. I say, like, you know, I like have a little bag that has about, you know, 20 gold in it. <clears throat> like, you know, between us, I mean, who do you think would be a fair and good sponsor? Because I have a feeling some sponsors, you know, would just work people to the bone. Before before moving them forward for consideration, and some are are, are are more reasonable, and and I guess we're probably looking for someone who's a little more reasonable. I say as I'm bouncing this bag of gold, I've been down in my hand the whole time. That's uh, a good idea. Who who would you say would be a reasonable sponsor? Um. Well, um, if I were going to do it myself, um, so that I didn't waste my time, which is, I think, what you're getting at, uh, I would, uh, I would probably go to the old moon and talk to Mister Bolfort. He's a uh, he's an old member of the, the nobility. He uh, is well respected, 
and, uh, and he's, he's sort of a no-nonsense fellow, but he uh, he tends to uh, to take anything someone can do for him and uh, and return it double, really. So I, I think I would go with that. Excellent. I say as I casually lay the um, you know bag of gold down on whatever the next whatever is there like a desk or something out there? I don't know. There, there is like a little countertop on top of this, like a half door that swings open. And it's, uh, yeah. it's got a little counter on, the, on the top of it. Stop bouncing and kind of just like slide it onto the countertop. That sounds like a reasonable proposition. Oh, oh, what's this? Hmm? She uh, taps the the bag with her with her quill. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, nervous habit. Sorry. When I'm talking, I have a tendency to bounce something in my hands, and then I must have just set it down by accident. Hmm. Sounds sounds like it has coins in it. You probably don't want to lose that. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, Captain. Mm-hmm. Without without an insight check, you felt you can tell that she was a little uh, annoyed by your your attempt <laughs> at, at uh, paying her for the information. You think? <laughs> She's got a, uh, as uh, she leans over to finish writing the stuff down, you see the pommel of what's obviously a great sword uh, with a silver and onyx uh, cross guard. Good grief. That's an impressive weapon. And she look, uh, looks at it. Yeah, it's been in. She looks at it and says, yeah, it's been in uh, my family ever since we uh, were uh, put into the council. Ah, you're not related to Master Belfour, are you? No. Oh. So you would be able to sponsor us, too. Uh, Well, that would be my sister. Uh, My older sister would uh, would be able to do that. But she does not sponsor anyone, uh, not even me. She grins. Um, Do you mind if I ask? Why? Uh, good arms have a strict rule. You uh, make your way on your own merit. Hmm. That's curious, but someone can't become a hero of the realm or a champion of the realm without sponsorship, so how do we do that of our own merit? Uh, if it were me, I would go talk to Master Bill for at the Old Moon Inn. Yeah. Good arm, huh? Thank you. Uh, you gentlemen uh, come from Lorien? Yes, indeed. How'd you find it? Uh, we were green. She laughs at that. <laughs> I hear it is very green. Yeah, we were brought there in a ship with, with many other uh, potential champions and adventurers. Hmm. She, no Ballos, she meant how was it, not how did we find oh, it. How did we find? Uh... <laughs> Apologize <laughs> for my friend. Find it. It's a little, a little slow on the uptake sometimes. I'm getting it. It's actually great. Uh, Master Warren was like one of the nicest people I've ever met. Oh, the Magus there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have heard he's a good man. Uh, just really down to earth. 
completely, yeah, really nice. Just, yeah. Nice. We have no Magus in Galorn. Um, we have a council. We have a council. That's right. The uh, We did have a Magus uh, in the distant past, but uh, then we got a desert, and we decided not to have a Magus anymore after that. Yeah, I noticed some of the older buildings appear to be like limestone. Mm, not yeah. exactly desert fair, not adobe or anything like that. No, nope, yep, so what, what, what happened? Um, well, uh, the legend goes that the the Magus of Galorn, um, you know about the magic here, right? Yes, we were given a chart. <laughs> Do you pull out the chart and start looking at it? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, so if you've been given a chart, then you know uh, you know that uh, magic in Galorn is uh, is transmutation, right? Transmutation of the, the ability to change things. Well, the Magus tried was trying to do something to uh, to dissuade uh, attackers from from coming here to make it harder for them, and he ended up changing the entire realm from a, a forest to a desert. And so uh, he he cast basically ended up accidentally casting a very powerful transmutation spell. Uh, he was he was uh, yeah yeah. There's different versions of the story, but the end result is uh, instead of. Uh, Helping stop an, an invasion of uh, some people say it was the gnoll, some people say it was the snake folk. He actually made it uh, a more hospitable, hospitable place for them, and and caused many Glorians to starve to death. Uh, he was just, like trying to cast illusion magic or something. No, he was trying to cast transmutation magic. It just it came out uh, hundreds of times more powerful than I suppose he expected, which can happen. But he was he was beaten to death, and we've not had a maga since. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. And if that's a legend, that must have been a long time ago. Uh, hundreds of years. Yeah. And so hundreds of years, and you guys have have had the Knolls and the Auntie on your doorstep ever since. They wax and wane. Um, many times they do what they do, or now they fight against each other. Sometimes, uh, uh, you know, they'll. Try and infiltrate or attack us. So. Well, we won't take up any more of your precious time, Captain Good Arms. And I apologize for trying to grease your palm. Sometimes that's how it's done. So, mm. not in Kalorn, but you'll find in other places that that will actually be the case. Yeah. I meant no disrespect. Uh, she nods and says, "Gentlemen, uh, good day, and uh, be careful. There are." Uh, Enemies everywhere in Galorn, even within the city. Thank you for the warning. She nods and uh, thumps the uh, guy on the back that's almost asleep again. It's supposed to be watching the, the post and goes back into the room where she was obviously doing some kind of paperwork. Do, do you guys think she liked me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> She was the just shakes his head and walks out. That's what 
women like it like you when they look at you really hard like that. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if she wanted to like beat me up. You know, it's strange. <laughs> she had that great sword. I mean, how many women do you know that can wield a great sword? Mokuzar's mother. Well, so the two. She looks at people that hard when the guy disappears for a couple of days. So yeah. So, so, so Captain Goodarm and Mokuzar's mom. Hmm. That's who can wield a great sword. <laughs> Mokuzar is glad he's already outside, not having to listen <laughs> to this. <laughs> All right. Well, this town looks fairly large, especially compared to Lorian. Is there? If there's anything you guys want to search for while you're here, you can certainly do that. Let's see what's for sale. I want to search for the old. Was it Moon Mount? How'd you how'd you say that? Mood. Moon. Moon. Okay, I couldn't tell. Sorry. I had like moon and mood written down with question marks next to them. Gotcha. Master Belfour. Yep. Bill four, but yeah, yeah. Bill four? Bill four, yeah. Like I'm gonna bill for this? Yep. Yep. Alright. Good deal. Well yeah, I mean that's all I'm interested in. So if you guys have other things y'all want to look for, feel free, but for me. I am ready just to go find Master Bill for get this taken care of so we can get out of this desert climate. There was another reason we came here from the south. What was that again? You guys, you guys have that map leading yeah. to the north, and also you uh, had the whole egg thing. Yeah, we're looking for uh, more of the eggs. Yes, the eggs. I knew. Uh, yeah, I remembered the map. It was the uh, the eggs track of the eggs, eggs that I've forgotten. I suppose. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, you actually find the old moon in. Um, Fairly easily, you have to ask a couple of times, but it's, uh, it's on the outskirts of the center part of town. But it's a uh, an old uh, split level inn. It's uh, three stories on one side, two stories on the other side. Uh, has a place for your camels, out, and uh, actually appears to have some sort of uh, uh, magic cast upon it because it's uh, about twenty five degrees cooler when you walk. Uh, in the edge of the edge of the grounds, and there's uh, grass—not a lot of grass, but there's a little bit of grass actually growing on the the ground around the cottage itself. Walk like a camel. Walk like a camel. All right. The uh, the uh, the young man running the stables there asks you if you're going to stay the night, if you'd like to board your camels for the evening. Yes. All right. That's a silver piece each for the night. Let's see if you guys will take that off your sheets. You can. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Or you take three off of his. That'd be fine. All right. This part of town is uh, it's fairly fairly bustling. There are um, lots of people in uh, colorful dress all over the place. Uh, there's shops all around. Um, but when you walk into the the old moon inn, it's actually fairly quiet. Uh, there are people in there, maybe maybe twenty, uh, but it's certainly not packed to the gills. And the inside of it is all old hardwood everywhere. Uh, oh my gosh! Why do you do this? 
That's one negative inspiration for you. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> You're feeling uninspired. You know you love Storybots. Yeah, that's true. I do. All right. Uh, and uh, about, yeah, about 20 people there and a fairly large, about the same size as Orin, half work uh, behind the bar. Just kind of uh, wiping it down as you guys walk in. Ugh. You're hard to sail. He uh, he grunts and says, "Are you sure?" Your third hard to sail. He looks at you and, and uh, raises an eyebrow and says, "You can probably handle that." Thank you. So, copper a mug. How about you, fine gentlemen? He looks at uh, Mokasar and Orin. I toss him the silver and just say. Yeah, just let it, let it let it keep coming until that runs out, but keep half for yourself. Uh, but before you passed out, uh, were you wanting to stay here for the night? Oh, yeah. All right, uh, if you want separate rooms, they're just a uh, silver piece each for the night is fine. All right, I toss them three silver. Keep one for yourself, one for the booze, one for the room. Yeah. yeah. Um... Uh, Mokuzar puts two down uh, for the drinks and and uh, for the room himself. Gotcha. Uh, all right, uh, you fellas want uh, want the hard stuff, or you want to drink with the elf? Oh. <laughs> wow! Wow! Whoa! Hold he, on. He grins a toothy grin when he says it. <laughs> oh, there ain't no elf. That's just a stunted human. He, he goes, he, uh, his nose wrinkles, and he says, no, that's elf. I can smell it. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, all that fancy, but no. <laughs> I mean, it smells like dirty elf, don't get me wrong, but definitely elf. Uh, Mokuzar uh, asks him for uh, whatever he recommends. Uh, I would... Uh, I would certainly recommend uh, Old Odyssey's Finest, and it's the hardest. He uh, he goes uh, to the back of the bar and pours a, a mug of something extremely dark with a very froth, very frothy at the top, and uh, hands it over to you. All right. Yeah, Mokuzar takes a drink. I'm assuming okay. he finds it favorable. Oh yeah, it uh, tastes like you know. Uh, back in the Tuguk tribe, you guys try, you guys would make your own own drink. It tastes like if uh, one of the orcs there that that you know made the alcohol had actually really known what they were doing. It tastes like that. So it tastes like home, but like a uh, like a uh, better version of what you remember from home. You know, like um, uh, like time is makes you remember things fonder kind of thing. Right. Uh, well, Mokuzar uh, breaks into a big grin and says, well, thanks for the recommendation. This is uh, definitely worth it. Oh, I'm glad you like it. Well, I'm not here to waste my time. I'll try some of that. All right. You you uh, pay a couple silver as well, I guess? Yeah. Okay. Does he have yeah. to take a reading test first? <laughs> no. Hmm? 
He brings you brings you the mug over. And uh, he looks, checks around to make sure nobody else needs anything. He says, well, uh, what can I do for you gentlemen? I'm actually here to meet with Master Bill for if he has the time. Captain uh, Goodarm recommended that we speak to him. Did she now? Indeed. What did she say about uh, about Bill for? That he was no nonsense but fair. Really? Indeed. We have judged her too harshly. Well, uh, I've got time now. What do you need? Oh, greetings, Master Bill. For he he nods. We're here from the south. Uh, we are seeking sponsorship. You're joking. No, no, Master Bill. Uh, we are serious. And good arm sent you to me. Indeed. She said those who are worthy should make their own way. Well, that is... to hear uh, Orn say, oh, I haven't had brew like this since that last night with your mother, Mo. Wait, this isn't Mo- Mokuzar's mother? Mokuzar rolls his eyes. Master Billfort says she was a fine lass in her day. <laughs> Wait. What tribe are you from? Uh, I'm. I only. I jest. I'm oh. a foundling. I was adopted by uh, my father. Well, lucky for both of you then. Hmm. Lucky for me, for sure. It was either, either go with uh, my father or be eaten by gnolls, probably. Oh uh, yes, lucky you. You never met his mother. You're a member of the council on running a fine establishment, so I'd say lucky for your father as well. I, I am no member of the council, my friend, but I, I am a noble after a fashion. Um, not many not many in the council or the rest of the nobility uh, really care for me very much, being at one, adopted, and two, half human. He gestures at himself. So in other words, you would be a member of the council if not for their mm, discriminations. Um, yeah, my father before me was, but, uh, well, I get along fine enough. So uh, what do you fellows propose that you do to make yourselves into heroes? Well, I know there's issues with the gnolls and the Yanti. That's something that we could assist with no if well you need done then certainly that's what we could do well most of those uh most of those are uh jobs they expect you to ride out on a griffin and like you know chop the head of the general off and bring it back and you guys don't look like that type at least not yet he uh kind of like pokes at your your bicep a little bit Looks like you're not quite hardened enough for that sort of thing. It's probably accurate. Well, uh... Mokuzar kind of grins behind his mug. uh, I don't... You have to let me think about it. Why don't you guys uh, take a few days around town and do whatever else you need to do, and I'll, I'll come up with something you can do for me. How about that? Absolutely. Uh, just 
out of curiosity, mm-hmm. any unusual happenings around here lately with um, strange magics, darker magics than normal? Um, yeah, pretty much all the time. Uh, anything in particular? Anything involving eggs? Um, I don't. I don't think so. What kind of eggs? Big ones. Big eggs. No, I think I would remember that. No. What was All that? Right. He's missing his egg. Oh, I see. Oh, he actually. He's like, no, wait, I don't. But that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't try to understand the uh, the un. And ununderstandable, mm-hmm. incomprehensible. Right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, yeah, I could probably look him up with something, but I'm. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, give me a few days. Uh, need to uh, need to check you guys out and 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 see what kind of work I might need done. Uh, sure. Can uh, if you can do well for me with a couple of tasks, I'd be happy to put your names forward. Although. It does some, take some time. Most people have to uh, come back to Galorn a few times. It's uh, it's notoriously hard to become a hero here. Well, I'm sure we uh, we have, a, as you can tell, a fair amount of perseverance. <clears throat> All right. Uh, oh, did you bring the captain with you? He uh, he looks over your shoulders, and you guys hear the door open behind you. I guess we look behind us. Uh, Captain Goodarm is coming, and she actually has something in her arms. Well, uh, uh, one of her arms, anyway. She's got some sort of a package or a uh, leather satchel. Not intentionally. She, uh, uh, hello, Black Plumes. Uh, Master Bill Four. He grunts and says, did you send these people to me? And she uh, stifles what looks like uh, almost a giggle and says, maybe, maybe I did. And he, uh, I don't know, if you guys are looking back and forth, he kind of he kind of uh, shakes his head like unbelievable. And she hmm. says, uh, right after uh, you gentlemen left, I got a summons that a package had arrived for uh, an Orin. I believe what that's one of you three. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Point at the friends guy. All right, she holds out a little uh, piece of paper and a, and a pen and says, I just need you to uh, mark that you received it. And X will do. If, uh, looks at it. Kind of awkwardly picks it up and just scribbles something. <laughs> what it is, just. Make some mark of some type. <laughs> she looks at it and says, hmm, you could have been a healer. The signature like that. Orin stands uh, a little taller. <laughs> she, she hands you uh, hands you a leather satchel and, uh, and says, well, uh, Master Bilfora, I'll be off, but uh, let me know how this works out with these guys. He says, sure, sure I will. Thanks, Captain. And uh, she walks out. Orin kind of sniffs the package and looks over at Mo. Is your mother sending gifts? 
Who knows what she's up to today? Or any day. Well, come does, on, open does it. Does it smell like her? Uh, you sniff oh, it? It doesn't smell that bad. <laughs> if you sniff it, it smells like uh, forest to you. Okay, it's not her then. Um, all right. <laughs> Opens it. All right, you open it up and you see a two things in this bag. Well, you see a, a bunch of cloth, like uh, cotton and stuff, wrapped around an egg, which you recognize, and a <gasps> scroll. There's also a scroll in there. Oh, I just, he picks the egg up and just hands a scroll to Mo. Can we see it? <laughs> Oh my god, no, what, what? Yeah, you, you guys recognize the egg. This is not good. <laughs> Alright, Mo uh, looks at the uh, scroll. Can I read it? Is it in yeah. a script I understand? Yeah, it's in common. Yep. Okay. It's a it's a message. It uh, says, Oren, um, I felt that this would be better in your hands, and I should have given it to you before you left. But uh, here's your egg back. And please take care of yourselves and the egg. And feel free to let me know if you need anything from me in the future. Your friend, Magus Oren. I don't like this at all. Oren just has a shit-eating grin on his face. Which is probably <laughs> emphasized by the tusk, but still. Put the egg away. Put the egg in the satchel. Put it away. You can you can touch it. You can put it on your genitals. I don't care. Put it <laughs> away. Yeah, for Orin, it's like getting his favorite puppy back. You know, he's just super happy to have this little guy. So puts it in the bag. It just kind of crosses his arms with his bag with the bag underneath the arm. <laughs> <laughs> what was he thinking? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's just an egg. It's ostrich egg. Ostrich egg. Gift hey, uh, from the Magus. Fate. Uh, <laughs> Bill, doesn't know why you're freaking out so bad. Billfort says, hey, you guys asked earlier if I'd seen anything, any weird eggs. Uh, I, I just saw one. I did want to know. Thanks. You, t- yeah. you turn to look at him. He's, he's sliding a mug, a second mug in front of all three of you. Any last? You guys want any fried potatoes, steak, anything like that? Yes. Yeah. Which should right. surprise him since I'm an elf, and I, I don't think high elves normally eat. Uh, not normally. <clears throat> He's hey. been hanging out with us too long. <laughs> I could smell that. I mean, I could see that. Yeah. I told you it wasn't an elf. You should see the rogue kill this one eats. Oh, well. All right, he sends the order back to the to the kitchen and says, "Well, uh, if you guys need anything else tonight, just let me know." Uh, I went get I went ahead and marked off three more silver off of my sheet for us to have rooms for two nights each. Okay. Well, you guys have a decision to make. Do you want to stay here in town, or do you want to go ahead and and do the one day's travel north and follow the map and then come back? Oh, okay, yeah, all right. I'll have that three back on, and we'll do that. Okay. 
it's up to you. No, 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 that's a good idea. You said you need a couple of days to think. That's two birds, one stand. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. I'm down. You okay? All right, you guys finished eating, and he says, uh, I will need a couple more days to uh, secure some gear and uh, guides and such, but I think I may have come up with something. Uh, all three of you can make insight rolls with... Uh, with advantage if you want to, because he's not good at being nonchalant. With extreme prejudice. Yeah. Um, Ten. I see saying. Well, you have advantage, so that's an 18. Oh, okay. Not me. Yeah, yeah, okay. Balos doesn't doesn't get it, but uh, you other two can tell, maybe because you're used to reading the expressions of half-orcs already. But it seems obvious to the both of you that uh, he's he's bullshitting you. He this is exactly what he wanted you to do from the beginning. Probably he was just okay. trying, he was just trying to act uh, like you know it just came to him. I got you. But but Balos, you're like, oh man, he finally thought of something. This is great. So glad. Well, I'm not gonna let on that uh, we know how badly he wants us to do whatever it is he's about to right. ask us to do. Right. The uh, uh, I I have a nice uh, family family home uh, in the center of town, but um, uh, someone I'm I'm sure accidentally um, opened up a rift in the the basement of the home there, um, directly uh, into the uh, well, you know, the underworld sort of. And um, I've been having issues, you know, keeping it secure. I could really use the help of some adventurers to, to clean that out uh, for me. It would probably be great. Um, so if you were interested in doing that, uh, it, it would be good because I spend a lot of money on guards just, you know, to kill whatever happens to come out of it every once in a while. It'd be nice if we could figure out a way to seal it up and, uh, and you know, move back into my family home. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, like I said, I, I will still need a couple of days, two or three, maybe four days to to gather a couple of people who uh, are used to doing that sort of thing to kind of guide you and uh, get you some provisions you might need. Um, this will be our first exorcism. Oh well, it's not. It's not an. It's like you know the. Uh, some people call it the under realm or the under dark or 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 whatever. Um, oh, that place. It's. it's uh, it it may or may not be a, another uh, another plane, but uh, you know it's it's a nuisance to have in your basement when you want to store wine in there. Yeah, no, that's that's worse than rats. Yeah. So uh, if you if you'd be interested in doing that, <laughs> he seems sort of uh, timid about it or, or worried. You can't tell. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's not not giving you the whole story right now. Uh, if it Malo's will bring glory, if it will bring us glory and closer to our uh, objective of being heroes of the realm, then of course. Oh, it certainly would. Like uh, many of the nobles are are rather uh, put upon by the fact that. Things keep coming out and attacking in the noble districts of town. Um, so uh, I'm sure everyone will be, be very pleased to have it over with. Excellent. It's not, 
it's not a, a big enough of a deal that uh, any of the other noble houses, you know, have, have tried to clear it up for me. But uh, but yeah, I would I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, for some reason, they don't seem too concerned that that the house is empty. Hmm. I'm sure it's just an oversight on their part. I'm sure. All right. Well, yeah, we'll we'll absolutely do that. We have actually somewhere to to check out tomorrow, so we'll we'll come back after that and see where you are in your uh, progression of finding the right tools and people. Excellent, excellent. Oh, here's your food. He, uh, <coughs> a uh, cook or some, excuse me, <coughs> someone from the back comes out with some food for you guys. Excellent. The steaks are ribeyes and. Uh, they are delicious. You're probably all somewhat surprised that they have cow meat here, given the yeah. desert climate. You're quite surprised this is cattle. Oh yes, we uh, well we we have an arrangement with Tormunds to bring uh, to bring cattle in. It's been an ongoing for over twenty years, but also uh, I have a small plot of land uh, next to my house where we raise about fifteen cattle per year. Oh, Tormund. I always have fond memories of that place. Oh, yes. Those uh, those little buggers are voracious lovers. I'll tell you what. I could tell you stories. I suffered exhaustion for an entire day. Oh, really? Indeed. Sounds, sounds like you had a, uh, a run-in with Geraldine Tormund to me. Yes, that's exactly right. Oh. In that case, he reaches under the counter and pulls out a little uh, pot with some ointment in it. You might need that. <laughs> I've been chafing for days. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pardon me, friends, while I go hit the head. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to do that night? <laughs> no. Thanks. <laughs> The steak is uh, really good if you like it uh, medium well or less. If you ordered it more than more than medium well, it came out medium well or less. Right, because otherwise it'd be a travesty. Yeah, actually, medium or less. Uh, yeah. If you ordered it medium well, it came out medium. If you ordered it, you know, anything less than that, it's medium rare to rare, basically. Good. Yeah, they didn't order leather. Right. All right. Um, yeah, so you guys going to call it a night there? Yeah. yeah. All right. <sighs> Y'all get a good night's sleep and uh, wake up the next morning. All your body parts still intact. Yay. On our way out, I'm definitely going to swing by the office or whatever that was. Uh, talk to Captain Goodarm. Or the guard post. Yeah. All right, you were well. You you have to go out the north, so you have to just backtrack south about ten minutes to uh, right. to go to that that one. But you can. Yeah. All right. Captain right. Goodarm. You guys get there. Captain Goodarm. Yeah. Uh, no, she's off today. She'll be back tomorrow. Oh, all right. We'll come looking then. Oh, should I should I get the captain on duty for you or? No, no, thank you. Okay. All right. All right. You guys want to do anything else before we head out? 
Not me. Um, if there's a place where we get healing potions, that'd be great. Uh, there is. There is an apothecary uh, on one of the main streets there. All right. If they've got any for sale, I can probably afford two of them. They do. They have the first three levels of healing potions available. Okay. Uh, for standard PHP costs, so less than 50, 100, and so 150 or higher. I can't remember. I'll take the reg- I'll take a regular one. I'll take one. Yeah. Um, I'll buy one of the hundred gold pieces, or no, I'll just buy two of the potions of healing if they've got them. They do. They've got. They've got plenty. Uh, this apothecary is fairly well stocked. All right. So they, they have regular, greater, and superior potions. It's impressive for a southern outpost. Apparently, usually not frequented. Uh, no, this this is a large town. You you would estimate there's maybe forty thousand inhabitants. So is it, we just came through the southern gate instead of the northern gate. Is that the thing? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, as you as you head north, especially in the center of town, it's very busy. And then uh, the the market area is in the, towards the northern gate. And then uh, yeah, the southern gate is mostly residential area in the southern part of town. All right, that makes all right. sense. All right, well, you all three get your potions and head out north, right? Yep. yep. Okay, it should take, uh, according to your map, and your map has never been wrong so far, Mokuzar. Yeah. Uh, it should take you guys about six hours of travel to get there, so if you're quick, you could get back that evening. Sweet. Nice. Let's roll. All right. And as you travel, everyone make me uh, perception checks. Oh, well, I'm going to see some sand. Or, or you could do survival or nature if you're proficient in any of those. No, the, well, okay, nature. It'd be the same role. Hey, fellows. I know my nature. I'm not too perceptive, but I know my nature. Yeah, well, a critical role of 24 is good enough. Uh, You do notice tracks of uh, other humanoid tracks along the edges of the road and such every so often where uh, the sand gives way to harder packed earth and dirt. Um, So... You, well, you know this, uh, the road itself is fairly well used, but you guys left the road pretty quickly after the first couple of miles. So somebody or something is, is walking around out here in, in decent numbers. All right. You don't, well, yeah. don't know you exactly don't, what they are, the humanoid. Right, yeah. You, uh, uh, you would guess, I don't know, uh, humans or... Probably maybe snake people or gnolls or traders or uh, desert folk. Something. Somebody. I just let my friends know. Okay. All right. Well, you make it uh, to the abandoned building or ruins or or whatnot (laughs) on the map after. What was that? Oh my gosh, really? (laughs) 
after your six hours, you make it there, and then uh, someone has to force skip the song. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> and uh, there we go. I mean, come on, that was a trap for you. Yeah. <clears throat> and you find what appears to be a small, uh, yeah, just a small ruined building. And this is what was marked on our map? Well, you're, yeah, you recall it was just, just barely marked at all on the map. Uh, on your fancy map, it was only marked important on the, the yeah. map on the slate. I'm so hot. I'm so hot. Oh my god. I'm, I'm going to have to just remove this bot. All right. <laughs> was, actually, actually, I went straight to YouTube to play that one. Uh, okay. Yeah. You, could, you couldn't have stopped me. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. It was. Uh, I told it was like, can't stop, won't stop. That's right. right. So I totally yeah. lost track of what I was saying. Simple. It's a simple building, nondescript building. Yeah. Look, I mean, it's obviously was stone, uh, maybe an outpost, maybe a tower. We watched tower or something at some point. Is there anything in the area that would suggest why this building would be out here? Uh, is there an oasis or a well or no based based on the the fact that it's the old stone stuff you probably figure it was probably built before the land turned to desert so maybe there was something important here then gotcha it is on a bit of a, of a hill but uh doesn't necessarily seem to overlook anything important hmm. well i mean this place has changed so much from a forest to a desert, who knows what it was here for? Right. No telling. Right, seriously, what's playing now? I, that was not me. That All right. Because these are bad boys. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, you want to hop off the camels and and look around? Yes, because there is. Does there look to be a safe place to uh, to secure the camels? Yeah. Yeah, you can you can tie them to a, uh, uh, one of the old bricks or something that's there. The, those things are about probably a few hundred pounds each. Nah, there's like there's brush. There's like uh, you know bushes and uh, and that kind of thing around. There's scrub around. It's not completely just dirt and sand here. All right. So we'll try to secure them somewhere where they're not just like out in the open either. Right. Okay. Yeah, you're able to do that. I'll uh I'll let Matt's uh nature crit help you uh carry on for that too. All right. So managed to do that fairly easily. You get them behind uh a little <coughs> rocky outcropping so they're gonna be in the shade. Uh they're in a little bit of shade now, but as the day continues they'll be in more more and more shade. So it should be good. Okay. All right. Where you all want to look? Well, I'm going to cast Good Berry again and give everybody some berries before we head in. Yay. The, should, the you should hold on to them this time. The burst brings up and says, ta-da, and pops out a bunch of berries. Here's your berries. I'll be right back. Hold on. I'll be right back. Y'all yeah, keep going. It won't take me 10 seconds. All right. Do you know who voiced the singing bush? I do not. Randy Newman. 
Oh, well, there you go. I bet if I heard it right now, I would have re re realized that. All right, well, what do y'all want to search? What do you want to do? <laughs> well, yeah, let's just make a quick uh, glance around the outside, see if we notice anything. All right. Uh, yeah, you don't notice anything unusual about the outside. Now, All right. I say, say it's a ruins, right? Like the wall, the highest part the wall ever reaches is probably about two and a half feet above ground. Oh, okay. So, like, there's not even building left, really. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, you walk around the perimeter. You don't really see anything of note. Um, you know, some bushes, some crumbled bits of masonry, that sort of thing. All right. <coughs> Half buried uh, stones that were probably part of the building at some point. Right. All right. Well, then, since we don't see anything on the outside, I guess we'll make our way inside the ruins and begin inspectifying. Okay, uh, you can all give me an investigate check as you walk around in there. All right. Who's our rolled on 18? Very nice. Yeah, or he gets a 9. Uh, if Matt's not back yet, I guess we'll just assume uh, he stands in the corner and pees. <laughs> He's probably rubbing some of that salve on it. Yeah, it is. That's actually what I just went to do. How'd you know? <laughs> All right. Well, with your 18 and investigate, you guys look around for about five or 10 minutes and uh, kind of like brushing stuff around on the ground there. And you, you find some actual paving stones about three inches under the, under the dirt and sand. They're in the, on the inner perimeter of the building with a, you know, actual inside of the building would have been. Right. And uh, scrape around on that, you actually find uh, a partially broken trap door hmm. in one of the corners of the building. Looky, looky, what I found, gentlemen. It's a hole in the floor. Indeed. Wonder, uh, what might be down here? No, probably nothing good. Warren? Just what? Kidding. I'll go first. <laughs> All right. I'm the sneakiest and I have dark vision. I'll go first. All right. You guys managed to pry up the, uh, the trap door. It takes a couple of minutes. You have to clear off some of the dirt and stuff enough to be able to move it. Is there a ladder oh. or just a drop or? Well, uh, yeah, so when you finally get it open, actually, the whole trapdoor just kind of breaks off. Um, it, was, it was made of stone, but it, it breaks off and just kind of falls down. And you hear it clatter fairly loudly, about uh, eight or nine feet below the current ground floor level where you're standing. All right. And while, while he's messing with the door, I'm looking around. Is there any signs that um, these ruins have been visited recently? Um, you you can give me uh, nature investigate survival any of those. Seriously, right. nobody said nobody wanted to say full of a took just then. No. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Okay. Twenty three survival. Nobody else needs to roll. You don't really see anything other than like small animal tracks and stuff. All right. <clears throat> kind of strange. 
if he shares that information as well. So. Um, speaking of the fool of a toot thing, um, I was watching one of those sharp movies, and he definitely shoved a guy into a well. Sean Bean did. Oh, really? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, that's a that's a pretty cool callback. Well, no that that was from before the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, was it? Yeah, those were made back in the nineties. Oh, I guess that's true. He was just prepping. Hey, Danny, uh, Orin's on a uh, sniff the hole right. in the give floor. Me a, give me a perception check. Phrasing. <laughs> oh. uh, Dungeon phrasing. Uh, well, with a four, uh, it just smells. <laughs> it smells dark down there. <laughs> Smell the darkness. Smells dark. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I guess I'll try to figure out a way to clamber down there if I see some handholds or whatever. Well, it's only eight feet. You can kind of just like uh, let yourself down, hang by your hands, and then drop the last few inches. All right. How tall is Balos? Like. Five feet or something. Uh, yeah, not not incredibly tall. Five foot eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can just hang hang uh, and, and drop the last less than a foot, probably. All right. And uh, Orin and Mokazar can do the same thing if they want to go down. But you get you get down there, and it's a uh, it's like a small cellar uh, type area with a uh, an opening that appears to in the northern part of the wall that appears to go down. And uh, like down into the ground, but also forward. If that makes sense. So it goes north at a fifteen degree or so decline. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Catch right. Move. I you know drop, pull up my bow, knock an arrow, kind of crouch forward a little bit to allow them to drop down without landing on me. All right. Did Orin say catch me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mokuzar. Uh, pulls a torch out of his pack and uh, casts Druid Craft to uh, light the thing up. Ooh, fancy. You Got know, I just a memory of um, the uh, Jamaican bobsled team, Cool Runnings with the egg. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you still got that egg on you, right? Lucky egg. <laughs> I haven't I seen that movie in ages. You know, you guys have dark vision too. I know, but okay. it's still uh, it's better to be able to see, right? Yeah. I still oh, see, can, with, see in dark vision. It's just like you know, black and white or something, I guess. Uh, all right. Well, so you see the same thing, uh, but nice. You all see it in full color. The uh, uh, tunnel kind of heads northward at, a, at an angle. All right. Guess uh, we'll follow it. Um, you guys want to hang back a bit? Let me scoop it out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mokuzar is going to be uh, looking around for any kind of, I don't know, hidden, hidden uh, passages or just anything that looks different about the stonework or whatever. Okay. Yeah, it's cut basically squared off here uh, as you're starting down the tunnel. 
you guys, uh, you're going to head down. Do you want to do anything special as you're walking down through here? Orton has his axe out. All right. Just. Just because. Just, yeah, being ready. Okay. <clears throat> you guys travel about. Back. Go ahead. Um. Does uh, let's see. I guess you could probably hold a shield and also the torch in the same hand, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 So I've got the shield and the torch in one hand, and my quarter staff in the other. Okay. You could just set your shield on fire. They'll cover it. Could. But I like my shield. All right, okay, you walk well, I, th- I thought I was going to try to scope things out a little bit ahead of time, or ahead of these guys. You can do that. You want to be like 30 feet ahead of them or so? or Yeah, far enough ahead to where the light's not shining so crazy. Yeah, yeah 30 feet's pretty much outside of the light of the torch. Okay. We'll, make, uh, we'll need to make a roll for that stealth roll? or Sure, yeah, give me a stealth roll. Ooh, seven. Brilliant. Seven. All right. Well, I feel like you're being pretty quiet, uh, especially considering there's a stream, an endless stream of Mokuzar's mom jokes coming from behind you, like only about 10 or 12 yards. Right. Um, <clears throat> you're walking out through there. You guys walk about 15 minutes or so, um, and then everybody make me a perception check as you go. All right. Oh, we all know how those turned out. Oh yeah, a five. A five. I see, eight, I see sand. It's pretty bad when uh, Okuzar rolled a six. And eight was our highest. Yeah. Why is it? Why is it grayed out? That's uh, because you have advantage on advantage. And that's, oh. lower, that's the lower of the two rolls. Gotcha. Uh, <clears throat> yes. All right. So you guys, you guys walking out through there. Everything's just fine. Yeah, Everything's but, fine. You walk. You're walking about another ten minutes or so. Uh, so this, this is a long guys, tunnel. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, yeah, it's probably going straight. Uh, you're not really paying too much attention, but it's still definitely going downward. Um, and then I won't. I won't make you make a roll for this. All of a. All of a sudden, there's like a uh, a fissure in the middle of the. Of the uh, path, with a hole basically in the. In the floor, and it looks yeah. like the rest looks like the rest of the tunnel has collapsed uh, beyond this point. Looks like some sort of earthquake or shift of some sort occurred, and one broke a hole in the in the tunnel underneath it, and appears uh, to have caved in at least part of it on the other side of the hole. Holes about uh, 18, 20 feet across. Goodness. All right. I, I, I call it to the fisher. Hey, man, catch anything today? Anything Biden? Oh, come on. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, the door that is ajar later on in the adventure, too, also gives you a negative inspiration. <laughs> is the door in the jar, or is the door itself a jar? The door is a jar. I mean, it's yeah. pretty clear. Oh my gosh, it can hold stuff? 
Yeah, yeah. You all get negative inspiration for that one. <laughs> I all didn't right. even say anything, man. Yeah, you're talking about the point. Oh man. Have you right. read have you read his anth book? Then then you lose inspiration. That's right. All right. Uh, yeah, so what do you want to do? Oh, Almost, man. You're the first one to see it because uh, you're some thirty something feet in front and you're all kind of just walking staring at your fingernails. So Orange sure. Matt's character and kind of looking at the distance, looking over at Matt's character, looking at the distance again. Pretty mm. sure we can't just climb down this one. Oh, uh, climb down? Down? oh, that's well, a different idea. You want to look down there? Yeah. Right. Uh, you can see about uh, 40 feet down, it looks like there is ground. Looks huh. like there's some kind of a cavern or something there. All right, I'm going to pull up my hempen rope that I've been carrying around. It's really freaking heavy, I just want to say. Um, and uh, lower that down. Right, it falls neatly in a pile on the ground. I'm going to tie it to something first. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, there's nothing to tie it to. The, uh, the round walls don't have any... any uh, all right, I take one of the metal stakes from my explorer's pack okay. and bang it into the ground. Right. As you do that, you realize that, wait, these walls are all round. There's not a not a right angle to be found anywhere. It's all smooth. Like, like, a, like a giant worm or something ate through here? Yeah, or maybe, you know, natural from water running through it at some point. Huh. Okay. Anyway, so I bang my stake into the ground. All right. It uh, loudly goes into the granite earth, and you eventually get it in there good. I mean, I don't see any other way to do it. So I tie the rope to it and then lower it down and start okay. shimmying down the, the rope. You, you do that as the two half orcs stand there and stare at you. <laughs> All right. Oh, we'll just see what happens with him. <laughs> I'll treat the elf like a uh, like a canary or something in a tunnel. It's fine. I figure, you know, it's fine. Oren looks over and says, is he dead yet? <laughs> All right. Uh, you uh, walk down the tunnel or slide down the rope, I should say, and uh, find yourself on a uh, a, a smooth floor with uh, there's a couple of like uh, collapsed pillars around you. Looks like there's probably oh, to the south in front of you some sort of edifice, like a, a stone building of some sort, almost, but like we're into the stone of this underground area. It looks very strange, alien. Like uh, like Indiana Jones and the uh, Last Crusade. No, like more no. like uh, uh, you watched movie Prometheus or uh, yeah, yeah, more like more like one of those kind of buildings. Uh, I'm pretty uncomfortable with that. Yeah, but I guess that's All the right. point. All right. All right. When I see that he made it down okay, I guess I'll start following. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> he wasn't immediately eaten by something horrible and full of tentacles. Alright, I uh, I dropped the torch down to him and then uh, I'm start shimmying down the rope. Okay. Yeah, I've got my bow out, kind of keeping, keeping an eye out. Scanning around. Alright. Oren, are you going down as well? Yeah. Okay, at that point, uh, roll 20 magically loads a map for you. <gasps> what? I was waiting for a map this whole time. Oh, it looks epic. All the the, uh, the circle on the ground is the uh, the hole above you, basically, that you guys just came through. Okay. Just letting you know where that hole is. So, yes, you find yourselves in some sort of strange uh, underground building. That were the entrance to one, at least. The, uh, the temperature down here is cold. You'd say 40, 50 degrees, something like that. Um, there's a... Uh, or and you notice sort of a, a smell, sickly smell of, like, decay in the air, maybe? Mm. Uh, this place doesn't smell good. I mean, yeah, didn't figure it would. What do you guys want to do? Balos, I think you can see the furthest probably than anybody because your dark vision lets you see. You can actually see in the distance something glowing uh, inside of the building, emitting a soft blue glow. Can you see that? Yeah, I'll let them know about that. They, they may be able to see it. I'm not sure. <clears throat> it's just probably darkness in between here and there. Yeah, right. I'm just going to kind of move around this area, make sure there's nothing. Okay, I don't see anything. All right, you just kind of walk around. You yeah, see, just kind uh, of glancing around. You see little pools of mud and right. muddy muddy water, and some places some water just kind of sitting stagnant. Uh, I'm walk up and check out these pillars. Yeah, <clears throat> I let them know. I think this place probably flash floods. The pillars are uh, rounded and smooth. They don't—they don't look like masonry. They look almost like they were just like carved out of the existing stone that was already here at one point, or something almost, or formed because they—they they flow almost like water or mud up and down, and just extremely smooth. Okay. But, uh, there's chips and, and cracks in those places, and uh, one or two of them is, is broken, like further on the southern part of the entryway, but. The ones that are still standing and the pieces you can see, they look extremely smooth like that. So basically, though, uh, we don't see any kind of writing or anything that would indicate what this place is. Mm -mm. Nothing like that. All right. I guess I'm going to step up here and peek down this hallway then. Okay. I probably got about fourteen minutes, guys. Once we hit eleven, I'm on about. <laughs> I've got, I've got about fourteen minutes. Really, thirteen minutes and forty six seconds. That's well, you know, roundabout. Be specific. specific. Right. Okay. Yeah, you peek, peek in here, and you see uh, uh, here inside of here as well. The, the stonework is is smooth and almost organic. There's, you do see some doors. 
uh, over here on the right side of the room, but they look like they were added after the fact, maybe. Sort of they're somewhat ill-fitting in the frames. Uh, okay. They, they're doing a job of being doors, though. Sort of rubble on the left side of the this uh, area. And we still haven't seen any indication that there's been anybody here recently. Right. You do see a, a glowing semicircle of some sort over here. Um, appears to be uh, glowing and, and slowly rotating. All right. Well, I'm going to make my slowly make my way into the room here. Anybody else going with him? Yeah. Horn's going with him. All right. So you said the doors I saw were over here? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's one here and one here. It's hard hard with the roll 20 thing to make sure you can see the doors all the time. Right. Give it a shot, but it doesn't always work out. All right. So I guess the first thing I want to do is try to get close enough to check out this thing without like getting too close. See if I can tell what this glowing thing is. Close enough, but not too close. Right. (laughs) I don't want to walk up the stairs there. Gotcha. I gotcha. All right. Let's see. Yeah, so it looks like uh, there's a door here. Uh, and it looks like it's actually a set of double doors. They are actually made of the, the same sort of smooth stone. And there are markings on these uh, pictograms, maybe? Pictograph That's type. up here to the north? Yeah, type language. All um, right. So, so is the glow coming from the doors or from something on the doors? Yeah. That's actually like it's uh, uh, kind of passing. It's like a circle in the air, about two feet in the air, uh, parallel to the ground that's sort of rotating through the door. That looks safe. And the uh, as you get closer to the circle, you can see that there are strange uh, glyphs and, and what looks to me maybe the same language uh, in, in the circle, the, like the circle is made out of it. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll make a check. All right, if you get if you get within about fifteen feet of it, ten fifteen feet of it, you can make an arcana check. Five. All right, fine. So up there where they are. Yeah. All right. We'll do that then. See what I come up with. Oh (laughs) my god! Are you kidding me? An eight. I'm going to use my inspiration on that. To, To heck with it. Okay. Jeez, that was terrible. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, this is definitely some sort of magical lock or ward or something. Um, you can't tell how to pass through it, but you know you would you would need to know or have something to get through it safely, unless you could, you know, neutralize the magic itself. Yeah, all right. I'll let them know that we can't just walk through it. It's basically a puzzle, and we got to solve it. All right. In that case, then, let's uh, check out some of these side rooms and see if we find something useful. 
Yeah, I would recommend it. All right, so I want to come over to this door here. Check it out. All right. I'm not being careful. I just kind of opened the door because I haven't seen any kind of signs that that there's been anything down here. So, all right, this is a wooden door. Um, You uh, it it actually opens pretty easily. You notice that the hinges are actually in good shape on it, or in Uh pretty good shape. And uh, inside, you see uh, carcasses of a few uh, animals that look fairly fresh. Lovely. What kind of animals are they? Um, you don't you don't recognize them. They're some sort of strange uh, creatures. That, they don't have eyes, um, but they're uh, four legged. And yeah, so the, do they look like they've been butchered or? Uh, inexpertly, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, this is the first indication we've had that there's been anything down here, so mm-hmm. I tell the others to keep an eye out. I'll step inside and take a look around the room. Okay. Yeah, the So the room is kind of, I don't know, on, the, on roll 20 it looks square, but it's actually kind of oval-shaped, sort of rounded. Okay. Um, it uh, doesn't ha- appear to have anything... Uh, no markings on the on the stone. The stone itself, uh, much like the tunnel uh, outside, is kind of just like uh, rounded and smooth, almost like water formed it. Okay. Is there anything in this room besides carcasses? Uh, it's really just carcasses and dust in here. There's a uh, what looks to be like the remains of a stone table about. Uh, Seven feet long, three and a half feet wide. Uh, that's, okay, it's not flat; it's uh, curved. But uh, yeah. All right. Um, I guess I'll just take a closer look at some of these carcasses and see if I can see, like, were they killed with you know, like bows and arrows, or were they slashed with like swords or poked with spears? Gotcha. All right, it looks like they were, uh, looks like their skulls were crushed or something. Okay. On, on the, yeah, two of them, and one of them looks like it was just, like, beaten with a stick or something until it died. All right. Uh, so I'll pass that info along to the others, and pulling closer, like, investigation. Like, do I have any idea what kind of creatures these are? Like, are they... Canine, like, are they mammals? Are they insects? Uh, yeah. They have, they have like fur and stuff. So you would think some kind of a mammal, yeah. Can... Okay. I'll step about... See if I can see them. I'll make a nature roll. Right, yeah, go for it. A nineteen. <coughs> these are these are. I don't know. You you would guess like some kind of underground dogs. You're not really sure. Maybe like voles. Okay. Sort of, yeah, sort of like that. Yeah. All right. Well, I tell, I tell the others it looks like they were bashed to death. So yeah. each of them, you would, you would, you would estimate each of them was about sixty pounds uh, alive, maybe seventy. Okay. All right. Interesting. 
All right. Not not at all concerning. Yeah. I guess I'll come up here to this next door then. Try it. Give it all the old try. College try. Yep. All right. Let me find the. Uh, watch my DJ here. The right layer. You open the door <clears throat> and find yourself uh, looking into a room that's got, uh, there's like mud along one of the walls. Um, but the most interesting thing is a uh, a creature standing there uh, holding holding an empty sack in one hand and a club in the other hand uh, that looks at you uh, blankly and confused for a second. And then goes, uh, clears its throat and says, intruders? Like it's a question. No. Actually... Yeah, yeah, it says intruders. Like, I can't believe that, that there are, that someone who doesn't know, or an intruder for that matter. Okay. Uh, Mokuzar just tries to make like a calming gesture and says, uh, uh, no, we're just uh, inspectors. He, uh, you actually recognize this creature because you guys have dealt, dealt with a group of them before. It's a Grimlock. Uh, they were they were there with the yeah. captain. What was his name? Uh, captain Corizi, right? Yeah, and it it shakes its head, shakes its head menacingly, and, uh, drops the back of it and says, "Intruders." <laughs> All right, and we will. I guess roll initiative, but not right now because we've only got three minutes and fourteen seconds left before Bogus turns into a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. All right. All right, man. Yeah, let's fight some more freaking Grimlocks. That sounds like a great, a great time. <laughs> let's do that. Well, the last kill. time you fought them, you guys knocked those Grimlocks down like they were chumps. That's right. We'll kill them. It was, uh, it was Captain Carizzi I think you had the issues with. Okay. <clears throat> All right, well, we'll stop there on a cliffhanger. Ooh. <sighs> Brandon's excited, I can tell. Yeah, Brandon sounded really excited. (laughs) Sorry, guys, there was no sleep last night, so. No, that's fine. That's fine. All right, so uh, we'll just remember you guys are, you just ran into a Grimlock, and uh, you're trying to figure out how to get through the the magic circle door thingy. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be fine. Just fine. The general feeling you get about this place is, you know, it's a nice place to summer. You know, I want to visit a couple times a year. I'm not necessarily live here, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, general 55 degrees year round. Right. Yeah. yeah it's nice. All right. Oh, I just saw a breaking news about uh, uh, Helm's Deep protest. I want to read that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds uh, good. And we'll see you guys later. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.